Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of VT Network. I'm your host, Dead Man. With me, as always, my two brothers. My first brother, who beat up the entire Harlem Globetrotters in 1988 outside of a Hooters, Mr. DJ himself. They owed me money. <laughs> and my other brother, who started the infamous Chicago Fire, Mr. Mustard. Yeah, smoking weed in the woods is dangerous. Anyways, so it has been a long, arduous fucking week. So much bullshit has happened. Uh, apps are getting banned. Movies are getting banned. People are getting ousted for all sorts of creepy behavior in Hollywood. And we're not going to cover any of that. We're just going to talk about fun, nerdy shit. So what have you guys been playing? What have you guys been watching this week? Oh, man. I was, uh, actually a few things. Number one was I was, I watched that uh that second Batman uh film, Batman versus Two Face, Adam West. Oh god. <laughs> and Oh dude, freaking awesome. Although you know, I I guess you know watching that, I I guess there is a reason they never had Two Face in the sixties show, at least none, none that I can remember. If anyone remembers if Two Face was in the sixties show, let me know, but like holy crap! Like there is an edge to this. Was like, uh, this is Adam West's bat. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no, no. Fucking, I don't remember Two Face ever being the '60s Batman. Yes, yeah. So, I was watching this. Two Face has I'm been like, a Batman character since the 1940s. Oh yeah, I mean he was in the comics. Yeah, but I don't know if he was in the actual TV show in the '60s. But uh, uh yeah, no, like. There is an edge to Two Face that's like holy crap! Like I don't, I don't think he would have fit in the uh, old school sixty Batman's uh, oh. show. Like I mean, there's a lot there, but no. by, uh, oh, there no, he is. No, that's not it. Oh, it's a fake. Okay, yeah, yeah. But uh, especially like the final battle with Two Face, it's one of those. Yeah, I don't think this would have fit. Like Two Face plays no games. Well, no, because half of him's a fucking murderer. It's not like. It's not like the rest of the 60s Batman where it's like, I'm gonna get you, Batman. Like, even the fucking Joker was nerfed to, like, a minor nuisance. <laughs> or a major nuisance, but... But, uh, yeah, no. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, it happened with the murder, but, like, it's so weird. Like, he's, like everyone just plays to his tune. It's like, holy crap. And you see even Adam West... Like you, like you see, like he's going from, like you see, like there are times he goes from bright night to dark night, and I'm like, uh, this is not uh the '60s Batman I remember, you know? Can we like turn it down a little bit here? Hell no, turn it back up, turn it up all the way. No, <laughs> no. I love the I love the idea of Adam West getting violent, dude. It's funny to me. You know what? Honestly, yeah, like. <laughs> Like he, he still tries doing that campy voice, but there's a couple of parts where I was like, no, West, no. Y you can't go back, like, immediately after this happened. Yeah, he, he does have, like, a little bit of the Kevin Conroy role to it, right? You know, he does. Like, uh, it's, it's, oh, my gosh. I, I mean, like I said, people, don't get me wrong. I love, I mean, I love the film, and it was uh, as, as, uh, as far as I understand, it was Adam West's uh, last role before he died. 
Well, no, he died, and then it was, it was released, but this is pretty much his last movie. So those of you who are Adam West fans, you know, you should give it a watch. Nothing no, no, else to pay respect to the man. Yeah, I'd but, suggest uh, it. You know? But, uh, yeah, like, I'm not joking. It's like, I mean, I, I, <laughs> that final, like, you know, like the final third act, I was like, jeez. Like, so, so this is what it would have been like if, uh, they, uh, like, lose the campiness and got more serious. Yeah, well, I mean. And, and I, I don't like it. I, I like my 60s camp. I got the no, pretty thanks. serious this Batman. I, I, I need my camp. No, thanks. No, I'm good. <laughs> I mean, seriously, dude. There's, there's a couple of, you know, there's, there's a couple of chilly parts where I'm like, no, this is, this is not for little kids. Definitely well, not for little kids. I mean, like, remember even even '89 Batman with like Michael Keaton. There was this like there was this uh, uh this this pall hanging over the Batman name because they were like, oh great, another Adam West vehicle, and they literally had to show the trailer of Tim Burton's work of it being dark and gritty and always at night. I think there's maybe like four shots in the entire movie that take place during the day, and like they had to show this to. Uh, to show that it's not the same Adam West camp. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, you had to make sure you had to make sure it was a completely different direction because you know Adam West, you know, he had his run. It was it, it was greatly successful, but you know, it was time to you know go back in a different direction. And, you know, I understand why they did what they did. Um. So yeah, so pretty much yeah, Batman versus Two Face. Like I said, if you're a fan, watch it at least once to show respect for the man. For one of the uh, first Batman. Huh? For one of the first Batman. What about you, Mustard? I think best Batman. And Well, we've already been through this, haven't we? We talked about this like two shows ago. What, the best Batman? Yeah. Uh, we, we talked about our favorite Batmans. Yeah. We all we all That's... kind of agree that it's going to be between Bale and Batfleck, except for fucking DJ over here who's still DJ's in love with Adam West. Fucking on Adam West's teeth. Actually, uh, more on Keaton's side. No, like I said, I respect all Batman's because I understand what they are. Uh... Like every Batman's its own little thing. That's why I can accept all Batman. Okay. I have no with Batman. Fucking boomer! You fucking boomer! Uh... What the? What is wrong with like? What is wrong with, uh, with enjoying other Batman's? Like holy crap! This win is like one person don't enjoy one Batman. <laughs> I, I love, I love Christian Bale. I, I love Jesus. Batfleck, but my favorite is Christian Bale. Just the same way Mustard can say what his favorite is. You, however, have no fucking opinion. You're just like, yes, Batman. Okay, but which Different. one's your favorite, so DJ? Like, Wait, which one's your favorite, DJ? One Batman. If you have more than one Batman, fuck you. Well, no, because the question was, who's your favorite Batman? And you're like, and I said Michael Keaton. I mean, I said, and the who's wanting me, Michael Keaton. Anyways, and and, and I I gave the reasons exactly why. Holy crap! That's okay. We still love you. We still accept you. Yeah, yeah, right. No, like, no, fuck you, DJ. You like more. You like more Batman. Fuck you all. So, what have you been up to this week, Mustard? Speaking a lot of it, playing um, uh, destroy all humans. Well, I forgot the came uh, out. 
Yeah, the remake came out, and uh, guys, it's fucking great, okay? Like, it is fucking great. VT Network, definitely approved. And, um, playing Resident Evil 2 Remake, um, that's been going pretty well. Uh, what else? Oh, oh, dude, there's this new game called Fall Guys. We have to look it up. We have to. We fucking have to look it up during the show. Like, it's called Fall Guys. It's basically, um, like, you guys have heard of Wipeout the show, right? Yeah. Okay, so picture a Battle Royale Wipeout with, like, really clunky and clumsy mechanics. So, more along the lines of, uh... MXC. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's literally MXC. Yeah. God. It's literally fucking MXC with like with like bubble dudes and like clunky ass like goofy mechanics. It's funny, dude. It's a fun ass game. Okay, they but... literally even have a game called DoorDash where it's like MXC where you have to like run through the doors and and they stop you or they go through like, yeah. But does it have the captain? No. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. If it ain't got a, if it ain't got the captain, you've kind of lost me. The Captain Tennille. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Captain Enten. Uh-huh. Uh, for, for those of you that are too young to know, just look up MXC. I think uh I think Hulu? Hulu has them all, right? I'm not sure anymore. I, I honestly don't know. I we tried I tried looking it up on YouTube and it just it's not the same. Oh yeah, no, fucking uh the guys that the guys that own the network, they fucking went after everybody once it got cancelled. Well, yeah, because it's such a gold mine, and they know it. <laughs> so it's so fucking good. But uh, what what have I been doing? I've been grinding this week uh, on the battle pass, and I finished uh, the Rise of the Shield Hero, which is which is a really cool anime. Um, I gotta tell you, man, that anime gets deep. Like it gets really deep. Like like when, when you're like, oh, this is a typical isekai. Like, and oh, this marks the third week in a row he mentions anime. Yeah, and uh, you know you're just like, oh, this is a typical anime. Like like all of a sudden it pulls this big twist on you. Like right at the end, and you're just like, okay then. I see we're playing with the big boy gloves. What the fuck, dude? That's true. I mean, I, it I, is I, though. I love, I love that series. Like, I mean. You know, like you know, when you're a kid, a lot, a lot of times you think of like you know the you know the grand epicness, like you know, I am the the knight going to save the princesses from like the evil dragon or stuff like that. And like this, uh, you know, this anime shows is like, okay, so you know, when all the uh, heroics are uh, finished, what else happens? Yeah, who gets who gets hurt doing what? Like, what are the what are know? the actual real world politics? Of these people. Like it's weird. It's really weird, and it's really in depth too. Yeah, you know what's the aftermath? It's like so the dragon's dead. No one cleans the corpse up. Well, that's going to be a whole hotbed of like uh, bacterial and you know and fungi and bugs and shit and stuff that you know. And in the you know in the anime, it polluted the dirty water. And it's like in uh, it started as disease. It was like. I mean, this, yeah, I mean, as Demis said, it really goes into depth. I mean, I recommend this for anybody. Like, even if you're not an anime fan, it's just fascinating to, like, you know, the freaking watch. Yeah, and especially the idea that it deals with some very, very adult themes. 
like very adult themes. I'm not going to talk about them here, but I'm just going to say that there's some stuff on there that you're just like, this is not for kids at all. Like, nope. uh, like, uh, the, 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 the Demi's being kept in that dungeon, you know, like that whole subject, you know what I'm talking about, DJ? Oh, yes. Yeah. Like, Ooh my God. Like, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about that on this show, but yeah, holy shit, dude. Like there is some adult themes there and you're just like, I'm not, I'm not going to touch this. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. The characters who, who profited from it would rather die than give it up. <laughs> Well, that's that's yeah. all power, but yeah, yeah you know. True. But sometimes, you know, you, you would think self-preservation would uh, would over stupidity, but you'd be wrong. I mean, like, okay, like, so, like, the two, the two, like, really powerful scenes that stuck out to me was one. All I'm gonna say is the guillotine. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, and the really, other, really, that stuck. Well, I guess it would for me, but. <laughs> <laughs> it was enjoyable. It was it was it was dark. Really, really dark. Really dark. And the second one that stuck out for me was uh the, the, the thing coming up from the squared stepping on homeboy. Uh- <laughs> I don't know why that brought me such joy. <laughs> Dude, how could it not? It it's like it's like watching the lawyer in Jurassic Park get eaten, you know? <laughs> It's like, yeah, yeah you know, something some that kind of brings a tear to your eye, but you kind of knew what was going to happen anyway. Well, because so you, you, you don't, right? Because there's a big fake out. There's a big fake out, like, right before it. And you're like, oh, that sucks. That dude should have gone, like, a much harder way. And then, like, the dude comes back, and he's like, I didn't go at all. Fuck you. And then this other thing happens, and then he <laughs> finally dies. And you're like, oh, that's so much better. Oh, that is so much more satisfying. <laughs> It's okay. Like I, I know it sounds twisted the way I'm saying it, folks. Don't get me wrong. I hear the words coming out of my mouth, <laughs> and it sounds really <laughs> twisted. It is. It, it is. I got nothing because <laughs> I can't defend it. Like DJ, can yeah, you? You have to watch the entire like scene, I guess. You know, to actually appreciate the crunch. <laughs> appreciate the squish. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright, with all that being said, let's start the fucking show. <laughs> to appreciate the crunch. I like that. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so, a new Israeli tank features Xbox controllers, AI honed by StarCraft and Doom. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, we're going to be driving around <laughs> tanks in Israel with Xbox controllers, man. <laughs> Perfect. Everyone knows it already. You know, they said they'd never come for the nerds. They were like, oh, you guys will never be in the military. Now it looks like they're going to come for us first. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Lod Israel. From the outside, the Carmel looks like any conventional weapon of war. It is wrapped in extra thick layers of steel, some colored in traditional khaki and some in black. Rectangular in shape with tank treads. Its top feature sensors, cameras, and space for armaments. However, the Carmel's most unique feature can be found at top uh, entry through the back hatch, which brings you to the space filled with the equipment of an often found bedroom of an average teenager. In other words, mustard. It's dark in the windowless Carmel, but you can see outside via panoramic screens, and it has tablet-like devices that allow operators to set the vehicle's speed and change weapons. What the fuck? 
The side of the screen features up-to-date intelligence information, scrolling and controlling the steering weapon systems and all matter of other functions is an Xbox controller. What the f So that's inside the tank? Is that inside the tank or is that just no, a dude? I, no, I think it's like a simulator, maybe. Cause yeah, cause look, you got your you got your 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 thing right here. The, yeah, the wall plugs. The wall socket. Like I was like, that's why I was like, oh no. <laughs> so, <laughs> tanks would be remote controlled through Xbox controllers. Nice. Oh, is this it? Dude, imagine like signing up for the military, right? <laughs> imagine like going through training, getting put. Like, you're getting told you're going to be put in an extra special, like, sector. Like, you're going to be, you're going to be trained with the best, son. And you sit down in your first day, and they hand you a fucking Xbox controller. <laughs> I'm down. What's your, what's going through your head? You know, like, 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 to be a tank operator, this is a lot of schooling. You, you, there's a lot that goes into this. So, like, yeah, somebody hands me an Xbox controller, I'm going to be like... I could, I could, I could have done this from home. <laughs> I could have done this from home. I lost seventy three pounds. Can you an Xbox controller? I've been training for this my whole life. <laughs> this DJ. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not for a kid. DJ likes killing kids, so. That's a little bit harder to land on. <laughs> hey, those brats have got to go. Oh my god. The Israeli armor prototype was designed with a specific user experience in mind. So they built this with this in mind. Uh, for the Israeli Defense Forces active duty element, which is typically men and women ages 18 to 21, any teen or 20-something hunters to hatch the Carmel will likely feel familiar in the environment thanks to video games. Yeah, but if you ain't got air conditioning, half of them are going to quit. I mean... Not just make us sound like bitches and all, but that shit gets hot. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, the similarity is no accident. To develop the Carmel mode uh, model, one of three models under the consideration to become the IDF's next armor fighting vehicle. Oh my god. It is Israel Aerospace Industries. Engineers and managers work with teenage gamers who critique the system, which originally came up with a state of the art fighter jet like joystick. Hmm. That might have been good, like, in the 90s? Like, coming out of the 80s? Where joysticks yeah, were the thing. Yeah, 80s and 90s, but joysticks, they've all but disappeared, really. I mean, you can still find them, but it's not like like before. If approved, the new weapon platform will be operated by dual thumbsticks, triggers, bumps... Bumpers and buttons of a video game handset. Well, it looks like the PC Master Race lost this one. <laughs> I mean, true that. True that, I'll admit that one. No, when you get trained to use tanks with the Xbox controller, yeah, you pretty much lost the race there. <laughs> That's it. That's it, dude. Like, we, we have the answer. <laughs> Anytime a PC master race fucker comes on, is like, hey, PC's better. Like, yeah, well, you you don't fight other tanks <laughs> with the mouse and keyboard, homie. <laughs> you take this controller. You do, and go though, to war. in World of Tanks. In World of Tanks, you do. All right? 
Fuck off. That's does lying. You doesn't does count. Lawyered. <laughs> doesn't count. Doesn't count until the AIA literally picks up a controller and throws it. Look at this. I don't know why this is so disturbing to me, but it's really disturbing to me. Oh my god, to look be at fair. Look at the spliced be- wires. Look, look, look right here. Yeah. They're not even <laughs> fully connected, dude. They're spliced. Nope. Oh my god. You get hot wear. Oh my god. This makes it worse for me, man. I don't know why. You'd think in, you'd think in 2020. You, you, right! With a military budget, that's duct tape. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Look, look, yeah. there's more duct tape in the background. Look, look, look. That's not even a door. It's a piece of plastic. I need an edge. Yeah, but look at the goddamn screens, though. Those are like $300, $400 each. Well, we know where the budget went to. Yeah, not the wiring or the fucking door. (laughs) I can't do this, man. Oh, my God. Uh, so, okay, so, I don't want to say it took them four minutes, but maximum it took them four hours. They are far more willing to experiment. They are much less afraid of technology. It comes to them naturally. It's not like playing Fortnite, but something like that. And amazingly, they are, they bring skills to operational effectiveness in no time. I'll tell you the truth, I didn't think it would be reached so quickly. You're using an Xbox controller. And this is... <laughs> the gamers. What, what did you expect? Wow. And that's from Colonel Zor from the battalion commander of the IDF. Holy shit. You know what? I got a, I got a joke there, but I'm not going to make it. I'm not, I'm not doing it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Come on, let it out. <laughs> I really want to, but I'm not going to make that joke. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, moving on though, because like this is this is really cool, but like at the same time, it's kind of scary. You know what I mean? Pretty soon, war will become a video game. They they called it. No, wait, Nintendo Wii controllers. Yeah, yeah. Um, in 2008, they attempted to use Nintendo Wii controllers with bomb disposal robots, but it, that was a mistake. The Wii controllers suck. Dude, no! Not with those calibrations. Jesus. In 2018, the U.S. Uh, the USS Colorado submarine went to service with an Xbox controller operating its periscope. Oh, my God. In 2014, they were used to control Boeing's high-energy laser mobile demonstrator and a test of the military. I mean, we're, we're, it's not exactly a, a new thing, but I think this is the first time we ever have something like a fucking tank and four hours of training, you, you know, that, that makes them ground ready. Oh, man. This... Uh... Call of Duty called it. It's a future documentary. You know what called it? Uh, 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 the, the the Wiz or the Wizard? Which one? What the fuck was the one with the goddamn power glove? It was the Wiz. It was the Wiz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this is so disturbing. Like I'm really proud, but at the same time, I'm really disturbed by this. So let's move the fuck on because that's just unnerving. So oh, yes. 
a Nintendo leak turns into a moral dilemma for archivists. I don't see how. Like, either you either archive it or you don't. <laughs> okay. For the past week, Nintendo fans have resembled digital archaeologists following a massive leak of source code and other internal documents, appropriately dubbed the GigaLeak. Uh, previously unknown details from the company's biggest games have steadily trickled out. Those poring over the code have uncovered a new Animal Crossing villager, early prototypes for games like Pokemon Diamond, cut characters from Star Fox, a very weird Yoshi, Strange titles like a hockey RP, a hockey RPG, a hockey RPG. Guys, there's a hockey RPG. I'm good. Perhaps the biggest dis- huh? Sniffed it. I don't want it. <laughs> you picked it up and <laughs> no thanks. I'm good. <laughs> Perhaps the biggest discovery has been a Luigi character model from six, from Super Mario Brothers 64. Uh, from a historical and preserve, a preservationist perspective. Jesus Christ. You know what, though? I'm not going to lie. I, at least they're flexing some language here, and it's not the same sentence four fucking times. From a historical and preservationist perspective, the leak is an incredible find. It's a rare look into the process of discarded ideas in one of the most influential and secretive companies in video games. But for those preservationists, digging through the data, and that excitement is tainted by a moral dilemma. The origins of the coat leak are still largely unknown, but it's likely that it would have been tain- obtained illegally. That presents a pertinent question. Does the source of the leak tarnish all that historians can learn from it? Yes. Yes, it does. We've already been through this a hundred times. We've been through this several times on this fucking show. Leaks don't mean dick. Right? This is where you guys chime in. Chime. No, Anytime sorry, now. Leaks are dumb, dude. Yeah, no, uh... No, no, the leaks leaks are conjecture and speculation. I don't know why we spend time doing leak articles at all. I don't know, put, put fear in people. See, it's over, but it's over, but they're saying it's overwhelming, so I don't know, maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's legit, but who's writing this, though? Uh, this is from The Verge. Oh, nah, dude, are you kidding me? No, I'm good, dude. Alright, let's see what this no. says here. Uh, it puts a bad taste in my mouth a bit more, a bit about the leak to be sure, perhaps my curiosity about the data is overriding my moral compass somewhat in that case, because I can't say I'm happy to see the data released, says an archivist who goes by the handle Mr. M- Mr. Tilda, Tal- Mr. Talita, what the fuck? The volume of knowledge and understanding that this leak has brought is at times overwhelming. Uh, I mean, this is just... And we, we've been through this before. We've talked about the idea that, um, you know, a lot of this stuff be- is is former games that never made it to publishing. You know what I mean? Like, so much of this leaks is just bullshit. But every, but, and, I, and I think maybe it's because it's Nintendo. You know what I mean? Maybe because it's Nintendo that these guys are picking it up and running with it. And Nintendo, Nintendo's pretty known to have a, have a tight fist around this, uh, Get near your microphone, brother. It was that. Better. Thank you. No, you're welcome. But no, like, Nintendo's known to have, uh, to be tight-fisted with his property, so I guess uh, this would be like a treasure trove to some people. See what could have been. 
Yeah, I guess so. I, maybe because it is Nintendo, you know, like there's there's a lot to be looked at. Like uh, that whole like like for instance that whole TikTok being quote unquote backward backwards manufactured, and that oh they're sending all sorts of crap to China like that was all fake. That was all like seriously disproven fifteen mi- minutes later. But like shit with like 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 shit with like Nintendo, they're so tight fisted. Like DJ said, there's almost no way to to come up with a counterpoint or to come up with something that disproves it. That's an interesting take, though. I mean, what would you guys do if you found out? Would you guys leak it, or would you guys just sit on it? Uh, honestly, I'd sit on it until I had, like, better evidence. I think well, that's like, the smartest thing to go, right? Like, full confirmation? Not full confirmation, just better evidence. Just better, like... I, like, my eyebrows raised right now. I needed to be a little bit higher. <laughs> like an eyebrow raised. You know, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Um, I, I, I'd sit on it. I'd totally sit on it. I, I would not bring, I would not go forward with this information, especially with something so, uh, so tedious as something as, as like, oh, a skinny Yoshi or something that looks to be out of the Ocarina time or Super Mario 64. Like, I, I like, uh, if there's nothing here that's brand new, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't care. You know what I mean? I would just be like, I'd scrap it and be like, oh, that's cool. I'll sort through that later. But let's go ahead and move on from that because Nintendo does. Nintendo please does. Please promise me that in the video game section we're gonna look up Fall Guys. Please. We are. We are. Okay. Uh. Okay, so Atari has looked to Nintendo for inspiration with its new VCS console. Um, is this a new console? We've been keeping an eye on the upcoming Atari VCS console uh, over the years, mainly because following the drama around the new console has been massively entertaining. You say entertaining, we say boring. However, for all the issues it's experienced, VCS does appear to be nearing the finish line. In other words, so this is all conjecture. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Just permission to let you know it exists. Yeah. Skipping that. So hey, you Atari fans out there, check it out. Yeah, there's something coming. So, so here we go. Here's why Star Wars Squadrons is only forty bucks. Maybe to make reparations for the last bullshit. Uh, let's see here. EA has explained why Star Wars Squadrons, uh, which launches on October 2nd for PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox, will cost only $40, much lower than the most big-budget games, uh, according to COO and CFO Blake Jorgensen. <laughs> I always make fun of that dude's name. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I can't do it, dude. Like, like, if we were in an office together with this guy, I would never call him Blake. <laughs> Have you heard from Jorgensen? <laughs> oh yes. Oh yes, Jorgensen. Yeah, you've heard from Jorgensen today. <laughs> I'm feel pissed oh. off. Like it's a white guy from like Minnesota. Guys, stop it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel Jorgensen. <laughs> 
Really, just me? You two assholes are just sitting there looking at me, making like an ass of myself. Yeah, pretty much. Dude, like, uh, <laughs> D DJ's German. Yeah, we're talking about his people right now, so I'm not gonna say anything. Just let him come for me. We were to beat their ass once. As far as I'm concerned, the Germans are uh, wonderful people. Oh God, yeah. exactly. Jorgensen is a beautiful name. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you'd call this guy Blake. Like, if you worked in an office with him, you wouldn't call him, you wouldn't do what I do, like, make fun of his name. Not at all. <laughs> I'd call him Jaeger. <laughs> I'd call him Jaeger and be like, yo, you play Siege, bro? Come on, you <laughs> you play fucking Siege, dude. I saw you on Pacific Rim, I loved you. <laughs> Alright, let's see. <laughs> Shit. Uh, the game does not have the breadth of content as more expansive games and is more spe- uh, focused on a specific experience. This should help keep players' expectations in check for what type of game it will be. We always look at the games and we want to make sure they're providing the greatest value for our players. And, you know, games have all... Uh, all have a different scale, and most of our games right now have a huge scale. We designed squadrons to really focus on what we heard from consumers, which is one of their greatest fantasies, and that's to be able to fly an X-Wing TIE Fighter or uh, a Y-Wing. And so it doesn't have the breadth of some of our games. It's still an incredible game, and so that's why we chose to price it slightly lower uh, to allow access to as many people as possible So, so <laughs> who have a Star Wars fantasy. And that's also because they fucked up in the last couple of games. Nobody bought them. Do you guys think? Oh, or is... they wanted to return them. <laughs> they bought them and gave them back. <laughs> we can't refund you. I don't want to refund. Just get it away from me. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so I mean, fucking cool, dude. I mean, that's neat and all, but I you know, but people temper your expectations because in the end, this is still EA. I know. I really want to be excited for this. I mean, I, I'm excited. I know I'm probably going to get it, but but that forty dollars, no, they have some up their sleeve. Never forget, you know, who you're dealing with. Yeah, microtransactions are a bitch. But they've already said that they're not going to have any microtransactions. Of course, I don't think I don't think any of all any three of us believe them. No, no, or they'll probably just call it something else. Macro transactions. <laughs> surprise mechanics. <laughs> you know, surprise, you know, like, yes, there you go, like, surprise mechanics. Yeah, nah, they just call it something else. Nah, I'm freaking sorry, dude. Like, I, you know, I mean, it's awesome to have another uh, Star Wars flight simulator again. And like I said, I will pick this up, but no. No, 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 I mean, 40 bucks. That's all they're getting out of me. That's it. That's all they're going to get on it. That's it. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm, you, you, if there's really good DLC, maybe. But that's like a big fucking like a maybe. Bat, like, oh, well, yeah, that's a huge maybe. Like, if it's different, like, if it's different maps. Okay, so, like, we start off at a Ooh. Star Destroyer, and then we go to, like, uh, you know, uh, a Star Base. Or then we go to the Death Star. And then we go to uh, Star Killer Base. But like if the DLC is like uh, the, the the minefield outside of uh, Tatooine, you know, like that's that that's gonna be fucking sick. Or the meteor field outside of Tatooine when they're trying to escape in uh, in a uh, uh, Empire, or is it Tatooine or Hoth? Uh, what are you talking I about? I think it was Hoth. Uh, yeah, it's Hoth. Not not. Tatooine. What are you asking? 
uh, where the asteroid field was, where they were escaping in uh, in uh, uh, in Empire. Hoth is the Hoth is the fucking ice planet. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I think it was Hoth. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Hoth. Uh, but like that would be sick. Just imagine having to having to like be in a dogfight in the middle of that, like that asteroid field right outside the Hoth with those big worms trying to snack you, snap you out of the fucking air. I'm more. I'm more myself. Terrifying. Imagine uh, being uh, part of the Empire and taking down those rebel scum on that stupid base. Yeah, know what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> the fucking allergies are killing me. Ugh, fuck, dude. Like my, I, I really want to fly a tie interceptor, but nothing beats my fantasy of flying an X-wing. Okay, yeah, can't uh, get another fantasy, man. Everyone wants want to fly an X-wing at least once. What about you? What about you guys? Like, like I, I know, I know DJ is favorite is the is the Y wing. What about you, Mustard? The Y wing? Which one's that? One? The bomber. Yeah. <laughs> the one that does not fuck around. <laughs> oh, okay. That one. <laughs> I remember that one. Uh, I think I would like to fly fly a, uh, an X wing. I yeah. think that'd be cool. <laughs> this it's one. not the fastest, <laughs> but when it gets there, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But when it gets there, <laughs> that's a perfect description. Like I can't even fight it. <laughs> yeah, it's the bomber. It's literally like the payload carrier. Like this motherfucker destroys planets. That's right. Yeah. It, two... it doesn't look that big, though, but... It's big. It's bigger than an X-Wing. Well, yeah. Look, it doesn't look that big, but it's carrying a big package. <laughs> a, tie, a TIE Fighter would be cool to fly to. Uh, like, the standard or the Interceptor? The Interceptor. The Interceptor would be pretty cool. Like, that fucking compact-ass, like, design. <clears throat> like, it's literally like a pod just floating around. See, that's the Interceptor. That's my favorite TIE yeah. Fighter. Yeah, that's what I would fly. These are the old school ones. Like these are really, really ridiculously agile. But these interceptors—they're yeah. my favorite. Yeah, those are cool because they're loud. But the interceptors are better because they're like they're just—I don't know. They look like, mean. Like, they look like, cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The interceptors—you look. You could like just—you could just, like do damage just by ramming into the freaking ship. <laughs> I mean, they don't have this. They don't have the same scream as the Tie Fighter, but it's still wicked. Like a hundred nerd points, if if any one of you knows what Tie stands for. Tie dye? Huh? Tie dye? Nope. Okay. Well, I'm done. Mustard. Don't Google it, you fucker. Tactical. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. No, you guys don't know. Said uh, twin ion engine. Okay. Hey, so, <laughs> so let's take a look at this one though, because honestly, we could talk Star Wars all fucking day. Hyperscape. Dude, hyperscape is. It looks. It looks lit, dude. But it looks like really fast paced. Ubisoft's take on Fortnite. 
launches August 11th. Yes, I know I pronounced that wrong because I have no fucking respect for that game. I, <laughs> Ubisoft's Hyperscape, which is the studio's new futuristic free-to-play battle royale shooter. Uh... Yeah, yep, you'd love to see it. Uh, I, I, you you sent me something, right, Mustard? Where uh, it was like the new Halo. They were like, oh, you guys got to have Battle Royale. You guys got to have BR, BR. <laughs> and the fucking Halo yeah. guys responded, the only BR we're interested in is a battle rifle, bitch. Fuck yep. off. Yep. And uh, the whole, uh, the whole, ooh, the graphics look terrible. Apparently we found out that the, that engine that they were using was from, like, February. So it's a really yeah, the game has developed a lot since then, but that wasn't the only playable one they had ready to go. Yeah, there was so. yeah something was seriously wrong with the presentation, and that's egg on my face. That's egg on everybody's face who called it that said it looked like shit. I didn't. I had faith, dude. I was like, just give it time. It looks okay. It doesn't look too bad. <laughs> just give it time. Remember, I fuck, I fucking said it, dude. I told you. Well, I mean, like I said, it's egg on my face. Like I was wrong. Yeah. And so were a lot of other people. Yeah, like the like Xbox was like, "Hey, whoa, chill out. We're working on it. We're working on shaders. Somebody we're working got on fired. sunshine. Yeah, somebody we're got on everything. Fire, dude. Oh my. Everybody just God. calm the fuck down. <laughs> no fucking BRs. No battle royals. Nope. Uh. Uh-uh. Fuck out of here, dude. Like, where's if... the Halo from that caving into the BR crowd? Yeah, hell yeah. Right? You know what, dude? Yeah, yeah. That they kinda... would be the ones not to do it. They literally would be. Halo is always the ones like, eh, nah. Yeah, I mean, they've ended up in the end stealing stuff from other games like Deathmatches and, you know, King of the Hills and shit like that. What? Dude, are you kidding me? Don't, 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 don't. They had, they had like, they had Slayer and stuff and, and, and like, um, the King of the Hill and everything. They had that, they had that, like, what, what year did Halo 1 came out? Halo 2 came out? <laughs> Yeah, but that's what I'm talking about. Like a lot of the stuff, that, a lot of the stuff they didn't have. They didn't have like squad based team deathmatch. They had something. Important. They had something else. And then Slayer. Yeah, I think it was Slayer. So then they had then like the whole game evolved. And everybody started getting really into Call of Duty. So then they adapted the team based deathmatch. So like they they have stolen from other games, but to to their credit, to their credit, they've always said. It was because the fans demanded it. Like, it's not because they were like, oh, well, they're doing it. We should do it, too. It's like, no, our fans said, swallow our fucking pride and do it. So we're going to do it. So we did it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, it, and it's paid off for them, honestly. It really has. It's caught them a loyal fucking fan base. So I, I can at least say that. I can at least give them that credit wholeheartedly with, like, no bullshit behind it. Like they, when, when they do steal something, it's because the fans demanded it of them. So, <laughs> I just don't want any more battle royales, man. Launch day marks the first time the game will be available on consoles. When it's out, Ubisoft will introduce a new weapon, new limited time game modes, and a hundred tier battle pa- and more. <laughs> according, I don't know. Uh, okay, Hyperscape was no oh, fuck this. You know what? We, we got a trailer. We're gonna watch the fucking trailer. Let's just see what the trailer can tell us. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I'm sure. I'm clicking it. <laughs> that looks Welcome neat. Welcome to the Hyperscape contenders. That looks stupid. Frontier, helping humanity to connect. That looks kind of cool. Ooh, wow, that's kind of cool. Customizable Prison characters. Look at that. We pride ourselves 
on shaping the future. Okay, this kind of looks like uh, that OVA game brick. Yeah. Break. With the power of thought. Yeah, it does. Your perfect looks like what? Break. That, uh, yeah, break. That old game. Oh, yeah! I remember that game. Time to do what must be done. Oh, so it's an FPS. Yeah. Change your life. Enter a contender and leave as a champion. I got this. Oh. Damn. That was a straight mouse. She took his jaw off. This looks cool, dude. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It has like it has like a Brink oh. Apex Legends feel to it. You see how they die? Yeah, they they uh, dematerialize. They're like, yeah, dude. They derez. So they derez. Derez. Yeah, they derez. Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay, it looks pretty cool. I mean, I want to like it because it has like this Apex Legends, uh, you know, Tron type feel to it. But at the same fucking time, I'm just so goddamn sick of battle royales. You know what I mean? Honestly, though, the fucking I don't know. We should you you can't knock it if you haven't even tried it though. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not knocking it. I'm not saying it sucks. I'm not saying it's gonna be good. I'm saying that me personally, I'm just sick of the genre of battle royales. I, I'm. I'm. I'm literally just goddamn sick and tired of them. It's not going anywhere because yeah, Fortnite kind of killed the vibe uh, with the, with its bullshit, but then Warzone brought the vibe right back. <laughs> Do you think so? Hell yeah, dude! For sure. You don't see it. I mean, <sighs> Just when you thought you were safe, dead man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I mean, I can't say I'm going to be downloading it day one. I can't say that. Uh, especially it's already since, available. I mean, especially since I'm on console and, like, everybody else I play with is now on PC. So, like, I have no... I have less incentive, less incentive to, uh, uh, you know, play it. Well then, all you do, all you play is Call of Duty. So, I don't, I don't know. It's not true at all. What else? What else do you? What else do you play, bro? I'm playing Darksiders Three right now. I'm also replaying Maneater. I'm also something playing, that we can play together. I'm also replaying The Division, which we can play together. Uh, the Division One? No thanks. Two. Okay, well then maybe I'd be in. You just gotta let me know. <laughs> like I, I play a lot more games than just Call of Duty, especially when I want to just relax, like. I got other games I play. Like, right, like, I, I tell you what, though. Fucking Darksiders. Darksiders. They keep fucking up this formula, and it's no goddamn wonder nobody actually pays attention to these fucking games. Like, it, it's so difficult. The difficulty is so high, it's bordering. It's, it's entering into the realm of Dark Souls. And I'm not here for that. I am supposed to be playing a god. I'm supposed to be playing one of the horsemen, the ender of the worlds, and a fucking demon comes along and smacks the shit out of me. More than three quarters of my health goes away. Get fucked. Get fucked. 
when it comes to the Darksiders, it's more like they they wanted to make every game different. Like the first one was like a Zelda type of game, sort of. Yeah, you know, I forget what the second one was supposed to be based off of. But it's more of a GTA one, sandbox. So there you go, GTA, and the third one they want to do a Dark Souls. So when the fourth one comes, in, it'll probably be different from the other ones. There is no fourth one. All the horsemen are out. No, no, no. There's going to be an official fourth one. I don't want it. It's I think Darksiders just got too far fetched. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's, okay, it's you're a demon. demon. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're a killer demon. Okay, you're a killer assassin demon with fucking super awesome powers. And boobs. <laughs> and then you got to kill other demons with other. Uh, uh, <laughs> You know, that's oh. how I felt the whole fucking time, dude. Oh, and sometimes angels, I guess. Yeah, and sometimes angels. And sometimes God him fucking self. <laughs> so let's talk about this right here, because this is uh, in the realm of, you know, you know the PC Master Race. Konami, the Japanese company that's best known for Metal Gear Solid, Silent Hill, Castlevania, has apparently gotten into the gaming PC business. Japanese outlet PC Watch reports that its lineup of area... <laughs> Aerospear, Atari or Konami gaming PCs is open for pre-order now, starting at seventeen hundred dollars, and they are reportedly due to ship in September. So pay two thousand bucks now. Don't get your shit till maybe September. Fuck all that. I can't say I'm a fan of these giant design of the PCs. Their bulbous cases look like someone set off a small bomb inside of a Mac Pro. They're also powered by a 9th gen Intel processor. Otherwise, the specs seem decent enough for a range of pre-built machines. The entry level, which is the $1,700, you get an Intel i5-9400. That's it? For $1,700? Get the fuck out of here. For an i5. Oh my god. An NVIDIA GTX 1650. Wait, hold up. Hold up. Wait, who's selling these? This is Konami. They're making PCs now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, hold up. The entry level around $1,700 gets you i5. Okay, that's a 9th gen though. It's not bad. That's a 9th gen. That's probably a quad core 8 thread. And 1650 though. That's that's stupid. That's fucking not good. That's that's eight gonna get you 1080 at ma- at max. 1080. Only eight that's it. Of RAM. Yeah, that's 1080. <laughs> you can't play a 1440 or 4K. That's 1080. You're getting. That's it. 512 gigabytes five, of storage. And we, don't even, and we don't even know that's solid state or what? that's flash. No. Oh my god, that is not solid state. It would say SSD. Bro. Step up to the three thousand dollar machine, and you get oh a water cooled Intel i seven with an not NVIDIA bad. RTX twenty seventy. That's not bad. See, that's not bad. Sixteen not bad. gigs of RAM, though. God. Not bad. That's not bad. And uh, not one terabyte. No, not for three thousand dollars. That's Finally, not bad, actually. That's actually pretty fucking good because you got a you got a fucking processor that's worth about four hundred and fifty. You got a you got a fucking graphics card that's another like six hundred dollars and you got another like like three hundred maybe three hundred dollars in ram and storage that's, Plus, uh, yeah that's uh, about two that's two. that's reasonable dude that's that's that well okay okay hold on for three that's grand ex- though that's expensive that's expensive but you're not gonna get fucked over buying this pre-built 
Like, this is going to last you for a while, because the 2070 Super can handle 1440p, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, yeah, no, easily you can handle 1440p at 60. <clears throat> so, so you're not going to get fucked over too much, but you still, that's still expensive, and that's still way overpriced, but, like, that's not too bad. Anyways, moving so the, on. The last tier is the C700 Plus, which has the same specs, 3200. but it has a transparent side panel. Side panel and RGB. <laughs> Do you think? Fucking charge two hundred dollars for your RGB. That's 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 it. That's that that's thirty two hundred dollars right there. You're looking at it, bro. Oh my god, that's horrible, bro. That is awful. Look at that thing. Oh my god. Oh my god, bro. They have a they have a video here, and I want to click it. I click. Yeah, it. do it. Thoughts, gentlemen. No, no. I'm sorry, dude. No, it's a waste of money. Give me $1,500. I can make that mid-tier PC. A, yeah, it costs like half of the... My, my computer costs half of the price, and I'll outperform this one. Hands down. They're most expensive oh. one. God, yeah. no. And really? mine looks like a fucking vom vo a unicorn vomited all over it because of the RGB, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sorry, dude. $3,000? No, fuck that. And, fuck and let's not forget. Shit. Let's not forget. All right? like, 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 above all else, this is coming from Konami. Yep. A company exactly. none of us like. Yep. The 16 gig of memory. That's it. That's it. That's all we had. We had. <laughs> we had. What? Like that, that's what you're looking at. That's worth three thousand dollars. Fuck you. Fuck you. That looks, that looks like a microphone. I wouldn't spend a hundred dollars on. It looks like a Chinese version of the Mac. Uh, the Mac Pro. It looks like it looks like you ordered a Mac Pro on Wish, <laughs> on on fucking AliExpress <laughs> or some shit, dog. All right, so uh, okay, yeah. so that's uh, no, oh, yeah. So what 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 is it? What is the what is the name of the game? Okay, go to YouTube.com. Not that much to, of a fucking up. boomer, dude. Just YouTube. Okay. I don't know, bro. Look, go Shut to Fall Guys. Yeah. Then, then just yeah, just search it. Let's see what comes up. Uh, uh trailer. All right, here we go. Full guy, ultimate knockout. Door dash. Oh, they've got to get through the door, and they're in a real hurry. But most of the doors are fake. Oh no, that's gotta hurt. Oh my god, it's it really is a BR MXC. And everybody's cut costumes like there's pirates, there's fucking French fries, there's a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, you gotta take other people's tails. Oh my god, oh my god, it's, it's the Rock Mountain! Let's get it so, out. Yeah. So sixty, so sixty people join a lobby, and you have to like, you have to battle it out. Like every so, like, like the first thirty-three people that make it in this level, the first twenty-two. People oh my god! The next level, like, yeah, it keeps like cutting down. Like, so you have to like keep going till the end until there's one left. It's a battle royale, straight up. I can't. I can't, dude. This looks like so much fun. It looks like so it's, much dude, like MXC. Like I streamed we played two this, hours yesterday. It was fucking hilarious, bro. If we play this, dude, all we're gonna do is do MXC commentary. Yep. <laughs> yep. What do you What do you guys think? 
just the idea that uh, like I'm sick of battle royales. I'm sick of battle royales, but you throw in MXC. Oh my god, it's the obstacle course. Yes, I'm telling you, they have plenty of them, dude. They have plenty. It's so much fun. All right, so you you add in MXC, and instantly I become much more receptive to the idea. And yeah, yeah, whatever. You can call me biased. You can call me an asshole for it, but oh, but it's PlayStation Four and PC. Oh, yeah. No, wait, is it an Xbox? No, yeah, it's only PlayStation Four PC. Damn, that's a shame. That is a well, shame. no, no, no. I, my my computer it, it it literally only utilizes like twelve percent of my GPU, so I think I think your Mac might be able to handle it actually. Uh, I'll I'll look into it. I'll look into it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the whole time, like I call Kenny. I, I'm Kenny Blankenship. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you guys think, though? Like DJ? Ballista could be horrified. But what? what? With, 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 uh, but with all the cuteness. Oh, <laughs> dude, it's such a cute game. It really is. It's a very cute game. Even the noises, like every time you fall, your character goes woo. Like that. <laughs> ah, Noah's Nuggets. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like it. Game. Like, it's, it's adorable. I'm for it. I'm going to check it out. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to see what it takes. Uh, but let's dip that <laughs> and move on. Uh, so, of course... Um, I pre-ordered that bitch. Of course, it's pretty Everyone wants to do Splinter Cell games, so Ubisoft is, of course, making the Netflix series. Fuck. God, fuck. Who asked for this? Who asked for this? Everyone, according to the article. We've been waiting an eternity for another entry into Splinter Cell <laughs> franchise. Indeed, it feels as though we're on the cusp of a new game. Ubisoft hinted the return of Sam Fisher, and there have been some hints that here and there. Uh, it makes sense to bring it back, and it turns out the publisher is doing just that, only not in the form we have all requested. Ubisoft has partnered with Netflix to produce an original animated... It's, it's animated. It's animated. It's animated. What, it live action? It's animated. You what? So you rather have about live action then? Yes. I mean, <sighs> who who could play Sam? I like Sam it. In real I life? like it because like Sam Fisher's voice guy is the fucking lieutenant from Starship Troopers, so I wouldn't want to see him acting. What Jeremy Irons? I, I don't know his name, dude, but the fucking lieutenant from Starship Troopers, like I said, the Rico. You know what to do, Jeremy like Irons. Fisher. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he, he probably wouldn't be able to play Sam Fisher, dude. Well, it, we don't have to get the voice actor. I mean, we're not gonna throw. We're not gonna throw. Bro, Sam Fisher has an has a very very distinct voice. I get you that. About that. I get that. I so, get that. So accept it. So well, I mean, who, it's but like who could play Sam Fisher in real life. Bradley Cooper. Ooh. No. What? Dude, are you shitting me? Oh my god. Bradley fucking Cooper. Dude, yeah. No. One of the Hemsworths? <laughs> Maybe. I see, I'd go for that. See, look. Look, he has that American cut thing going. 
I guess. I guess you're kind of right. Yeah, look, look, look. Right here. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah I guess you're kind of right on that one. Yeah. <laughs> what about you guys? Who, who, do, you, who do you think would be uh, 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 a good Sam Fisher? Cage. Shut the fuck up. God damn it. Oh, that's Michael Ironsides. Michael Ironsides, not Jeremy. So that's that's the lieutenant, yeah. Yeah, that's Sam Fisher, bro. No, it's Michael Ironsides, not Jeremy. Where did I get Jeremy from? Uh, what about you guys, though? Like, like besides Nick Cage, you prick. Be serious. <laughs> uh, what? Come on, bro. You don't want to see Nick Cage as a... Uh, I'm going to kill you in the dark. I'm going to revenge... My wife, and I'm gonna kill you for kidnapping my daughter. You my wife, my daughter. What I'm saying? <laughs> oh my god, no. Uh, I don't know, maybe uh, Chris Evans. Chris uh, Cap? Yeah. I mean, kind. I think he's. Oh, yeah. He no, no, uh, he's too young. Fisher's Way like, too young, yeah. Yeah, he's like middle age and. Well, I mean, like, like, also, he's... Just... Oh, I got one, dude. Fucking, uh, you, Jackman. Ooh. Bad. Hmm. I'd say Liam Neeson. Nah, Liam he's Neeson. way too old. Liam Neeson? I mean, like, Hugh Jackman is actually, like, right at that cusp. Like he's yeah, like literally that up there, like with the up there with the with the fucking beard to the right, uh, right here. That one, yeah, that one. Yeah, that he's good. he's right at the cusp, like right there. You know what I mean? Like if they did this, yeah. if they did this like this year, he'd be able to play it perfectly. Yeah, I think we spent a lot of time on this though, so we should probably move on. Honestly, I like him it's getting better, beat up at the beach by an imaginable by imaginary ghost. <laughs> it's much better than wondering what what the fuck is gonna like. Who's gonna play a goddamn animated Splinter Cell? Fuck that! How you know who? See, uh, did did DJ answer? DJ didn't answer. No, no I said Liam Neeson. But you oh, Liam Neeson. Old. Liam Neeson. Okay, let's take a look at Liam Neeson lately. Yeah, you're right. I you you answered. I, that was my bad. So, yeah, I think he's just a little bit too weathered. Like, if this was if this was like uh, uh, Star Wars Episode One era Liam Neeson, I'd be like totally. But right now, he's a little bit too haggard. But let's get back to this, I guess. <laughs> And if you hear Munchin in the background, that's a uh, that's Orion, the official VT Network doggo. Uh, so let's see. As reported by Variety, the TV series will be an anime style affair. It just keeps getting worse. And Derek Kolstad is on board as writer and executive producer. If that name doesn't ring a bell, Kolstad's most famous for writing John Wick. I'm not impressed right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Usually, like anything involving John Wick, I'm f I'm fucking there. But this ain't, this ain't one of them. 
Uh, apparently, the series has been picked up for 16 episodes over two seasons. Other than that, details are scarce. Diehard fans will no longer be, will no doubt be pleased to hear Splinter Cell is at least getting revived in some capacity. I'm not. I'm not. Are you? Yep. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not, dude. I played one. I played one Splinter Cell that I really liked. No, Blacklist. That was about it. What about you, DJ? I know you're you're a big Splinter Cell fan. I'm curious to see where they can go with it. But I hope they make Sam Fisher interesting because he was always outside of missions. He was just like, holy crap. Yeah, he's kind of a dickhead. Yeah, I mean, I always hated like in most Splinter Cell games where you finish the game and all of a sudden, okay, it's over credits. <laughs> Wait, you're not going to see him like relaxing with his daughter or something like that? No nope, or... credits. Yeah, exactly. So, like, when when his daughter get got kidnapped, I couldn't give two shits because I barely even knew her. <laughs> nothing, nothing happened. Nothing happened. I just killed seventy seven men and three and three people that weren't even involved, but I got my daughter back. Roll credits. What? No. Hey, what? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, son of a bitch. Who's the guy with the sacks? Come back. Hold on. So here's hoping to let you screen proper characterization and not just in credits. I don't know. I'm not I'm I'm not looking forward to this like like oh my god, but I'm also not like fuck you. I'm not you know. Uh, I, I've said for a while now, and I've said it on the show, that I'm just kind of sick of Splinter Cell anyways. Um, you know, like, so many people have fucking... <laughs> Stop with the sacks! <laughs> Security, get the guy out of here! <laughs> uh, that's the sax guy from the weekend videos. Remember, he just pops in everywhere? Uh, oh, God! <laughs> uh, I've been kind of sick of Splinter Cell anyways. Like I've I've been I've been like like we've 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 talked about other spy games and we've talked about other spy games in the genre that could be better than Splinter Cell, but every fucking time anything spy related comes up, it either sucks horrible dick like Dishonored, or it's Splinter Cell. There's no between. Hold on, hold on. Metal Gear Solid. Either sucks major dick, <laughs> or it's Splinter yeah, metal, Cell. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid is a horrible fucking example, my man. Yeah, so that is that's a, in, that's that in is the first a, one. Uh, that is a uh, not a very wide spectrum of an argument. You either fucking hate it or you love it. Jeez, am I right though? No, you're not. You're like like uh, what like one of our Patreons does the snake's voice. That's our intro for the Anchor app. And we make fun of the idea of how much like his voice is like been made been made commercial. So like yeah, this is just just, just no. <laughs> huh. Well, despite you're too uh, you know thinking about Metal Gear, you know when people think spy games and stealth games, people usually think Metal Gear or Splinter Cell. Huh. I'm here in Splinter Cell. No, get the fuck out. Get, no, sorry, wrong game. Get out. No, no, I need you work. Think about it, huh? I need work, please. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I have child support. <laughs> I just on that guy's face. Why? Why did you do that, Snake? He no. said he had a nut allergy. <laughs> no, cause fuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on, because we could make fun of that forever. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I just pictured Buster just standing there with a clipboard and headphones on, like, why'd you do that? What the fuck did you... Did you guys hear this crazy son of a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Picture you totally like a like an onset assistant, just like upset, like you're just flying. Just my fucking arms at my side. <sighs> <laughs> Fuck are you doing? Fuck are you doing, Snake? <laughs> oh. <laughs> and, and by the way, let's not forget Sam Fisher's life, his whole life, not that interesting. Not that interesting at no. all. We've delved into it in the no. games. He's a drunk. He's an asshole. Oh, by the way, he's a super spy. That's it. Ex-military. That's it. That's it. Fill in the fucking blanks. The what blanks? No, that's it. He likes but, football. But but this game affects his real life. Should we have like something of his nope. real life? So nope, we- nope, nope. He's he's a drunk. He's an asshole. He had a daughter at some point because we retconned that. And, uh, Super Spy. That's it. Have you watched season two of Umbrella Academy yet? I have, I have not. I have not. Probably going to start today. I swear to God, dude, if you don't. All right. Hey, let that. <laughs> it was a hollow threat. <laughs> I swear to God, if you don't. I'm... I'm going to go to sleep tonight. It's incriminating. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways, speaking of things nobody asked for, Lord of the Rings Amazon series uh, reportedly includes Sauron, Galadriel, and Elrond. Huh. Amazon series. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Amazon's upcoming Lord of the Rings streaming series will depict including... What? Will purportedly include three classic characters previously depicted in the Jackson films, uh, according to a tweet. Uh, earlier earlier reports pegged Morford Clark as playing the role of young Galadriel, uh, one of the greatest elves in Middle-earth, betrayed by Kate Blanchett in the Peter Jackson movies. Hugo Weaving played Elrond, Lord of Rivendell. Yes, we know. Uh, Sauron was played in Humanoid form by Sala Baker, while Alan Howard voiced the antagonist. Um, okay. Sauron disguised as a necromancer, uh, was voiced by, uh, Broccoli Cumberbund. Jesus Christ, like, we're just running us down a fucking history here. Tell me something here. The super expensive show already has a multi-season commitment. Uh, production has begun earlier this year in New Zealand before shutting down due to Modelo virus. Filming, uh, reportedly aims to resume in September. Pretty much just let you know that Amazon's making a TV series now of Lord of the Rings. We, we've known, we've known for a while, but now they're redoing production. Now they're now they're back on track. I mean, and where is this going to take place? Like, what what part? All right, so it says here it's going to take place during Middle Earth Middle Earth's Second Age, a period only briefly seen in Lord of the Rings movies. Huh. 
It spans a long period of time in between the banishment of Morgoth and the first defeat of his servant Sauron. The Second Age is defined by key events like the rise and fall of the Kingdom of Numer, and the creation of the Rings of Power and the formation of the last alliance with the temporarily saved world from Sauron's wrath. Morgoth. Yeah, Holy we've all crap. seen Lord of the Rings, man. This is the prequel. So this is this is going to okay. be actually kind of interesting because this is where a lot of shit that happens is really important. This is like the Silmarillion type of shit. I will admit, I will. You know what? I would. I wouldn't mind seeing this uh, portrayal of Morgoth. I was always curious about that character. Yeah, dude. You know, you know yeah. What? You know, like literally, like the power that even Sauron you know, bowed to at one point. I'm like, okay. Well, let's not huh. forget Sauron was corrupted. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he was corrupted by the by the power of Morgoth. So this is going to be. You know what? I'm kind of eating my words right now. I kind of want this now. <laughs> <laughs> That's super interesting. It's super interesting. It's the second age, man. It's the dark age. Oh, this yeah. is going to be cool. Yeah. You know, down. Like, I'm very curious. I like, uh, I might see a, uh, a prequel to this. Like, and, and I'm glad it's like a certain prequel. Like, you know, seeing how the Rings of Power got made. I always had theories. Well, and, uh, uh, the the whole thing came about with when when Morgoth and you know the, the 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 rings were formed to give the power to the realms of men, and therefore you know no one no one nation could ever rise up against the other. That's what the purpose well, of the rings were. Well, at least for humans, elves was something different. Something and then different. and then who came along and made the one to rule them all? Was Which dickhead. was Sauron. Yeah, he came later to make the one ring. But yeah, but uh, fucking like all the rings were given out to to give uh you know literally uh, a blanket of power to all of Middle Earth so that no one nation could rise above the other because they were all pretty much you know handicapped by these rings. So yeah, I mean, and actually seeing what the rings could do, actually like really seeing it. Because basically, like, Lord of the Rings is like the aftermath of all, like, the major drama shit. Pretty much. Yeah, this, after the Silmarillion, after the, the First Age and the Age of Enlightenment and the Dark Ages, yeah. Not the Age of Enlightenment. What is that? The Age of Expansion. There it is. So, okay. I'm kind of eating my words. Kind of want to see it. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> you just get it, huh? Alright, so let's see. A new Batman movie will let you personally kill Robin. Alright, DJ's already in. He's throwing money at the screen. Killing Robin? Oh, sorry, dude, Jason Todd is like the worst fucking rendition of Robin ever made. He's one of. He's he's definitely the whiniest. Damien yeah, Wayne was dude. the worst. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Damien Wayne was the worst fucking Robin. Uh, the next movie from the DCU uh, animated is Batman Death of the Family, based on the infamous storyline in which the Joker murdered Robin. And just like in the 1988 story, fans will decide whether the kid lives or dies. Much like uh, Netflix's Blackberry Bandersnatch. That sounds illegal to say on a public forum. <laughs> 
Uh, Batman Death of the Family will include interactive elements in a branching storyline, allowing the viewer to control the fate of Jason Todd. The trailer seen on IGN hints at some major deviations from the DC canon, depending on these choices, including Jason Todd in his traditional role as a resurrected vigilante, the Red Hood, uh, but also as Red Robin and as a version of Hush. Jesus, so they're just throwing everything at the fucking wall. Just a interactive movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I'm curious. Kind of like Bandersnatch? Yeah. You know, what would happen if Jason Todd lived through the uh, ordeal? Well, let's see here. I already clicked it. And it's rated R. We saved oh, lives dang! Time. You can like, actually you see him get like, murdered with the pipe oh. and everything. the bat and everything, will ya? Jason Todd was like, why don't you ever let me do anything, Batman? Kind of Joker, bro. I mean, uh, Robin, not Joker, my bad. Please tell the big man I said hello. That doesn't sound like Mark Hamill. Hey, there's Nightwing too. Joker showed the yeah. truth. His replacement. Black Mask. Who was just in the Suicide Squad movie. Or not Suicide Squad, uh Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. Red Robin awaits a verdict. Life or death. Well, that's a sad tale to tell because Mustard's going to watch this like six times and kill Robin six different ways. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm not really excited for this. What about you guys? So that's whatever. I mean, <laughs> I'm curious about the prospect of what if. You know, uh, what if Robin actually lived through it or whatever? Well, we know. We know that, that technically he lives. <laughs> technically. Well, it's a weird thing. I mean, but no, I mean, the original run, he did die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The original run. It, but DC, yeah. of course, does what DC does and resurrected him. Yeah. And apparently for the better since he's now more popular than ever. Give people a few years, they forget. <sighs> I'm just like it's cool, but this isn't like me. <laughs> the idea that DC just keeps pumping out these animated movies, and they're just shelving so much of their live action. I'm not exactly, you know, jumping, at, at, you know, chomping at the bit to check it out. Like you get well, me. Well, they're doing what they do best. Because their live actions are very hit and miss. But they always ruled when it comes to the animated stuff. So, why not? You know, they might as well stick to their strengths. Yeah, I guess that's one way to look at it. Uh, I'm just... 
when when I when I see when I see like this kind of thing, you know what I mean? I'm like, you, you had something good with the Snyder cut of of Justice League, you fucked that. You had yep. something good with Batfleck, you fucked that. You you have Soups, he's refusing to give up the role. Good for him. Uh, but you shelved everything he's involved with, so fuck that. You know, I, I'm just when it's it comes live action. Yeah, so when okay. it comes to DC, I just have a really hard time finding the want to back them. Exactly. No, no. Like, what? Because, like I said, what? Because the live action, it's hit or miss. Screw it. But like, but DC animated is always solid. Always solid. You know, they're pretty much like top. You know, when it comes to Marvel, it's the reverse. You know, their anime is nearly hit or miss. But when it comes to their live action, it's always solid. Yeah, and on top of all of that, you know, uh, we have big rumors that John Favre uh, could be moving permanently to the Star Wars side of uh, of uh, of Disney and MCU. Well, I was hoping he could make something out of that train wreck. Well, he he's making. Um, he he's making the the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian has been fucking just uh, on fire. Yeah, it's 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 so fucking good. And this was just released. Uh, this was just announced recently. Uh, so let me see. Well, as long as it's not freaking dumb and dumber, I'm I'm on board. Um, so I, well, I don't know. I can't find. It. I'll I'll find it later. Uh, but yeah, so there's talks of him um, switching solely over to Star Wars, and I'm kind of for it because John Favreau has kind of been one of these cats that really doesn't take shit from the fandom, and I really like that about him. You know, like like you know, you get what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, he produces quality, so. There's no reason to take shit. I mean, if you if you produce shit, you know it's shit. But you know he, his work is always solid, so that's why people are usually like just shut the fuck up about him because they they know he's gonna deliver. What about you, Monster? What do you think about the whole thing? I think he should switch over. I think giving switching to Star Wars would probably be a good move right now. Especially since the whole Marvel um, fire kind of burnt out right now, you know, like it's already kind of over with. I think it's a, I think it'd be a good move. I mean, I agree, and you know, I mean, I don't know about this whole Phase Four thing. I mean, what's the point? In game, in game happened. You know, where can we honestly go except for just milking this now? I wouldn't say milking it. I wouldn't go that far. I would say. There's something to be said about, you know, uh, terminating storylines. You know what I mean? Capitalizing on a name. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. I mean, after Thanos, it's literally where you can go from here. And they don't seem to have a plan. I mean, that could be wrong. They could have something. But after Endgame was the highest point. After this, it's just one of those... What? <laughs> well, well, I mean, like, okay, so the Infinity Wars was barely a blip in the in in the Marvel in the Marvel universe, as far as well, in uh, the comics. Yes. In the comics, yeah. yeah I mean, you want to talk about you want to talk about like massive comic things. We look at the '91 Civil War, 
uh, or, or the Mutant War of 1991. We look at... Um, well, are they going to go there? I don't know. I don't exactly. know. We have we have all sorts of conflicting reports, and Fox doesn't want to set any of them straight. And I, and honestly, like now that I've been reading all these reports coming out, and Fox refuses to comment on them, I really don't blame Disney, and I really don't blame Marvel for literally dissolving the company. Like these motherfuckers have been so, they've refused to just set substandard rumors straight. Hey. Are we going to see the X-Men in the MCU? Yes or no? Well, no, maybe. We'll just have to see where it goes. Motherfucker. It's yes or no. It's a possibility. We don't know where we're going to go with this. (sighs) (laughs) You know, I mean... mean, Okay, that's something you can go with. Back a rival uh, Thanos, like bringing the mutants officially into the MCU. Do the uh, do the onslaught timeline that affected everybody exactly, and that's where I was going for the awakening of onslaught. You know, so that's something you know. To, you know, you you bring the Avengers and the uh, X Men since. So you know that's something you know, and if that was the case. I I so be down for that. It's like okay, yeah, we can go here. You know, hell yeah. I mean, we all, we also have Doomsday, uh, not uh, fuck is his name? Well, Doomsday, what the fuck? God damn it! No, and I was I was thinking of Superman. Uh, <laughs> um, let me have Galactus. Thank you, Galactus. Yep, Galactus and the Silver Surfer, bro. I was trying to like work my way there. I'm like Planet Ender, Planet Ender, Planet Ender, Planet Ender. So, <laughs> I mean, like we have we have places we can go. We have places we can go that will unify the two branches. We also have Deadpool, who can be used as a safety pin or a linchpin between the two branches, because we have him existing in the X Men universe. We can have him totally existing in the MCU. Uh, you know, cursing, cursing, and all. Because, you know, like, him addressing the idea that he can't curse is hilarious. Like, he only gets one fuck. You know what I mean? Like, per, we, I think we talked about this. Like, he only gets one fuck per movie and forgets to save it. Like, he's saving it the entire movie. And right at the end, the credits start to roll. And he tries to scream fuck and it just it cuts off. Like, there's, there's little things that could be done. Like, you know what I mean? But... The idea that Fox just doesn't want to go forward and just say yes or fucking no. I have no issue now with with uh, Marvel and Disney just literally dissolving the company into vat of acid. Uh, Well, well, here's hoping. We'll see what they do. What did you say, Mustard? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> what you, you guys have like no serious opinions on that? I'm just like I'm just like rambling over here. Kind of, honestly, yeah, you kind of are rambling. <laughs> okay, so I mean, like if if Jean Favre does come over to the Star Wars side of things, we like the Skywalker saga is done. Where would you guys? Yeah. Where would you guys want to see him go? Like, what what would you put in his hands? The Old Republic? 
Really? Yeah, there's a like a lot of stories. You don't see both the Jedi and the Sith in their heyday. There's like so many ways, like there's so many stories, there's so many uh twists and turns and a lot of fucked up shit that happens during that era. You yeah. know, or heck, do the hyperspace war, an even more an even worse fucked up era. But basically Star Wars show me Star Wars in its prime live action. You know, because we always saw like the Clone Wars and all this stuff. No, no. Live action Star Wars in its prime. You see how brutal the Jedi versus Sith fights were. You see like the inner uh, the the inner machinations. You see that you know like you know how brutal the politics are. Like space battles were literally no joke. Why the rule of two? The rule of two was born. Yeah, that kind of thing. Exactly. You know. You know, you know, show the Sith, you know, Sith going into exile, and yeah, exactly why the rule of two is born. Like, yeah, basically, Star Wars when all this shit happens, and I think that the Old Republic is actually a, a very, uh, it's known enough, but to really flesh that out that era would be would just be awesome. You know what? Now that now that you've explained it, I'm kind of for it. Like the dude has the dude has an ability to write a good branch, so that would be interesting. What about you, Mustard? A lot of avenues for storytelling storytelling that you have here. So I think I don't know. I, what would I do? I would oh I would expand on the boy with the broom at the end. Oh, so you would go for like the new birth? Kind of. I mean, they hinted at it. Why not? Yeah, I mean that's that's a good one too. I mean, like the the, I think it is called the new birth, right? After the Skywalker saga, DJ. I don't fucking know, bro. Uh, oh gosh, I don't know. I mean, Disney threw out so much shit. Yeah. So it's like, I want to say something, but I don't even know if it's canon anymore. God damn it, Disney. Well, which is it? I'll, I'll probably tell you. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so let's go ahead and just dimple into Star Wars. This is a very Star Wars heavy episode. We'll dead this and move on. Now, this has been a, an artist that has been on my radar for a few years. Uh, I finally got the opportunity to just sit down one day and listen to the songs. And honestly, I'm just in love with the cat. He has a very dynamic flow. And I kind of like, uh, I kind of wanted to get your guys' opinion on it. And this one's uh, for you, Mark Reynolds, of Pointless Discussions, not Mark with a nice guitar. Uh, I, I don't know if he listens to this. Uh, if he doesn't, he's probably in bed next to Paul, and uh, Paul's slapping him right now, telling him that we're talking about him. So this is for you, uh, Mark, and I hope to get your guys' opinions. This is, uh, by the way, NF The Search. A rapper guy? He is a rapper, yeah. Yeah, I think I saw this. It's Dopey Key. He has a podcast. Yeah. Hey, Nate. How's life? I don't know. 
it's all right. I've been dealing with some things like every human being and really didn't sleep much last night. Uh, yeah, I guess that's fine. I just think I need a little me time. I just think I need a little free time. A little break from the shows and the bus rides. Yeah. Last year I had a breakdown. Thoughts telling me I'm lost, getting too loud. Had to see a therapist and I found out. Something funny's going on up in my house. Yeah, started thinking maybe I should move out. You know, pack my car, take a new route. Clean up my yard, get the noose out. Hang up my heart, let it air out. I've been searching. What does that mean, Nate? I've been learning. Grabbing my keepsakes, leaving my burdens. Well, I brought a few with me. I'm not perfect. Looking at the view like... This concerns me, picking up the cues, right? I'm quite nervous, hating when I lose sight Life gets blurry and things might hurt me It's probably gonna be a long journey, but hey, It's worth it though, cold world out there Kids, grab your coat, spend a minute I know Now I'm back to Rome, looking for the antidote To crack the cold, pretty vivid, I admit it I'm in classic mode, the only pity given to me But I can't condone, talking down to me I'ma have to crack your nose for cracking jokes I'm looking for the map to hope, you see They're making a whole lot of changes Wrote a song about that, you should play it I get scared when I walk on these stages, I look at the crowd and see so many faces yeah that's when i start to get anxious that's when my thoughts can be dangerous that's when i put on my makeup and drown in self-hatred forget what i'm saying and where the beat go oh ain't that something drums came in you ain't see that coming hands on my head can't tell me nothing got a taste of the fame it upon my stomach throw it back up like i don't want it wipe my face clean off my vomit ocd trying to push my buttons i said don't touch it now y'all done it i can be critical never I'm like in love with the music of this. Sales can rise, doesn't mean much though when your health declines. See, we've all got something that we trapped inside that we try to suffocate, you know, hoping it dies. Try to hold it underwater, but it always survives. And it comes up out of nowhere like an evil surprise. Then it hovers over you to tell you millions of lies. You don't relate to that? Must not be as crazy as I am. The point I'm making is the mind is a powerful place. And what you feed it can affect you in a powerful way. It's pretty cool, right? Yeah, but it's not always safe. Just hang with me. This will only take a moment, okay? Just think about it for a second. If you look at your face every day when you get up and think you'll never be great, you'll never be great. Not because you're not, but the hate will always find a way to cut you off. And murder your faith. I've developing, take a look at the benefits. Nothing to matter with, I can never be delicate. My irrelevant, that depends on you measure it. Take a measurement to back it up and give me the evidence. Pretty evident, dependable, can never be tentative. I'm a gentleman, depending on if I think you're genuine. Pretty elegant, but not afraid to tell you to get it. Grip proper etiquette, I keep it to myself when I celebrate. Huh? It's that time again, but it grab your balloons and invite your friends. See, bounce back on, yeah, strap them in. Look at me, everybody, I'm smiling big. On a road right now that I can't predict. Tell me, tone that down, but I can't resist. Y'all know that sound. Better raise your fist, the search begins. I'm back, so enjoy the trip. Huh? God damn it, dude. Like, I know this guy isn't really big in the scene, but holy shit, just the effort that he puts into this this uh, this track, this music. Uh, not even not even just the lyrics, just the music itself to me is like uber impressive. And oh yeah, absolutely. The visuals of this video is kind of weird, but I like it. You know what I mean? I like how stark it is. Very uh, uh, children of men kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Very uh, yeah, it's kind. Of, it just reminds me of nineties. Just hits me with that nineties, you know. Yeah, he sounds like a. <clears throat> he sounds like a very uh, early Eminem. That's yeah. what a lot of people have been saying, telling me, like, like, oh, he's like, he's like a, uh, Eminem light, Eminem, and I'm just like, I don't, well, I, I understand the comparison, I don't hear it myself. 
No, I mean, I mean he's no, not I'm like he's not voice. as like outspoken and like crazy as Eminem, but I do hear like the influence, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you could you could tell about the influence, and like and I'm just saying, like his voice, you know, sounds like him, like like in his early days. Uh, well, again, like uh, I, I I see the influence. Yeah, like literally Detroit rapper Eminem. <laughs> like I see the influence. What I don't hear is. I guess, like, as much of an imitation as people claim, you know what I mean? Because, like, early M, uh, early M had this, like, comedic, uh, you know, voice. You know, hi, my name is... You know, he had that really nasally voice that he annoyed people with. So, like, see, like, I see the comparison. I really do. Like, I get the comparison. It's just, to me, it's not as strong as some people say it is. But, um... Man, this guy's this guy's been on my radar. There's there's another really interesting music video if you guys want to look it up real quick. I mean, we're running, we're running just a little bit over, but we can look up look up one more I, if you want. I already uh, listened to a bunch of this guy's stuff, so you know. All right. Well, I mean, do you want to look at one more video? I mean, if Mustard's okay with it, Mustard, yeah, I'm down. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm just yeah, waiting for my shakaroni pizza, bro. Oh God. So this is another one. Uh... I don't think there's an official video for it. But uh, I, I guess this is a fan-made music video, the one that I watched. But this is a really interesting uh, concept, especially a very interesting song. So essentially, this is about uh, the, 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 the guy, NF, like his name's Nathan. So this is literally like when he says something's going, something funny is going on at my house. He says he has all his personalities living with him. Uh, one of them is trauma, anger, sadness, happiness, yada yada yada. So this song is about. Uh, this, I think this one's for the album Perception, uh, where he talks about starting to deal and, and starting to deal with his trauma. And starting to bury it and trying to move on with his life. And I guess this is a, this is a fan-made video uh, where they took uh, the lyrics and made them an actual, like, visual comparison. So let's take a look at this. And this is, of course, Trauma speaking to Nate, or NF. What, are you scared of me? It's embarrassing. If it wasn't for me, you would have never wrote therapy. I've been here for you, but I come in never there for me. It's a little bit twisted, but I miss when you and I had scary dreams. I don't really want to talk about it. Well, it's too bad now, Nate. Shut up. Now, where were we? Oh, back in the day when you and I had it all mapped out in the basement, crying in your room like a baby. I wish mom was here. We all do, so we wouldn't have to hear about it. Every single record, you don't really want to change me. Yeah, I'm the one that made this happen. Do you really want to get rid of your main attraction? Let's pack our bags and go back to Gladwin now. Yeah, it's time for the third record, and you know I got the content. I don't want to make you nervous, but it ain't like it used to be. We got a lot of people watching. You told me that you don't want me in your life That's pretty hard to digest And I told you I leave when we die And we ain't died yet Therapy session was beautiful, Nate But I'm wondering what's coming next Yeah, get that stupid ad off of your head When I'm talking to you You hear what I said? You don't like the prison I built you? Yeah, you wanna know what the funny thing is You keep on talking to me like a stranger But we've been together since you were a kid Yeah, took us from a no name Told you everything was okay Now you trying to cut me out of it Like I ain't never been a part of 
it, I ain't the heart of it, I made this whole thing Yeah, put us on the dope stage, you must have no brain What's the point of having guns if you can't aim? What's the point of having blood with no veins? What's the point of having love with no pain? What I'm saying is me without you doesn't make any sense I know I'm intent to controlling, but you need to learn how to cope with it That's just the way that it is You didn't want me to live in your house, you shouldn't have let me move in It's comfortable here and I like it, I got my own room and everything It don't get better than this then wake up and take your own advice You're just mad cause you know I'm right Yeah, I'm flattered you put me in mansion But you should've told him right Hold your hands on the coldest nights You didn't tell him about the times you and I used to hold the mic I mean, what are you out of your mind? Guess both of us will be Come on, let's go outside This what you wanted? Both of us out in the open Let's do it then I mean, why are you doing this? I know that you're mad But I'm not in the mood for this We gotta work at the trial So why you acting like I'm not a part of it? And where's my shovel at? Probably out back where it always is You can't get rid of all of me <laughs> what a dumb question Yes, real music to the day we die, right? Yeah, ain't that the slogan they did? Thought I told you to keep your mouth shut I mean, so what? You know I never listen Let me guess We gon' dig a hole, kill a track And probably put a beat in it Rap about it for like three minutes Hey, that's pretty deep, isn't it? Wait a minute, you don't really think for a second That you're putting me in this No, of course not Just a little deeper Then we'll go inside and we can stop digging You had me scared for a second I thought we were digging my grave We did what you don't like being afraid <laughs> is a dose of your own medicine. What you don't like how I like how dark it is. Like here, I can hear the Eminem influence. Say again. Yeah, I can totally hear it. Like here, here, I definitely, definitely hear the Eminem. I, I hear it. I feel it. I kind of like even the way he flows and the, the words he chooses. The idea that he's rap rapping about trauma against himself, a very Eminem thing to do. Uh, but it's so fucking interesting. I mean, what do you guys think of it so far? Okay. Like I said, I already listened to this song, so. Wonderful. What do you think of it so far, DJ? I mean, what? I mean, I told you. It's I, not I, like I you publish your fucking thoughts on a weekly basis. <sighs> no, but. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I mean, it's pretty good. Riveting. What about exactly. you, Mustard? Uh, I'm not impressed, but I, I'm I'm not like I'm not like ew either. So I'm just kind of like I'm in the middle. I'm like, okay, um, sounds like sounds like a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> let's, nope. let's finish the video, we'll talk about it afterwards. But he ain't gonna like it, let's see how he takes it. Takes it. He probably don't even remember us, does he? I wish I was bearing anger, but both of us know I'm gonna need him for that song. that song. He still lives in the basement. Almost done, should've done this a year ago. I don't know why I waited, you know how I get. I put everything off in my personal life. You hear what I'm saying? <laughs> That was a joke. Yeah, it's hilarious, ain't it? You'll spend the rest of your life in my backyard or back of my mind. Depends how you see it. Put the shovel away. Time to go back in the house now. You'll be out in a week. Telling me you want your room back. That's funny, but you ain't got nowhere to sleep. I'ma just look out the window and laugh at you. This is crazy to me, cause I thought you had me in prison this whole time. But I'm the one holding the keys. It's a very Eminem thing to rap about, and... Like he's been like he's been on my radar for a while. It's just uh, I, this is the first time I've had a chance to sit down and really just listen. And I like that style of rap. I like 
hearing about other people's traumas. I like hearing about, uh, you know, these guys go through everyday things rather than, you know, especially with beats like that, with a style like that, as, as you know, as opposed to what we've listened to in the top 100 or, the, you know, the number one song for the past fucking year. Like, you get me? I mean... You know, it's it's refreshing, you know, hearing the rappers talk about more down to earth stuff than just like, hey, how much? Look how much money I have. Look at all the cars I have. Look at all the women I have. It's like, yeah, you and every other rapper in this freaking mud ball. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Keep going. So you have like, you know, rappers like you know NF and Eminem and like you know and others. You know, heck, uh, you know, back in the day, you know, like NWA, Public Enemy, who would rap about real life stuff. It's like more, you know, gritty, dark, you know, uh, free stuff, dark, uh, dark undertones and shit like that. So, you know, it, it's refreshing because it should be told, you know, I mean, the whole look how great I am rap is so old, but it just never goes away. Yeah, very so. much so, and, and I think in a weird fucking way, and I th- we've talked about this before, but, like, this is the kind of music that attracts DJ and I, because we did grow up poor. Like, we did grow up not having money, not having, you know, various girlfriends or cars or anything else like that, so when we hear, like, rappers and, and, and you know, musicians go for a deeper tone, like, DJ and I are automatically drawn to it. Like, fuck. <laughs> Just the idea that we like ICP, not because of, uh, you know, how crazy or insane or stupid they are, but just to the idea that they rap about things that we find funny or fun, like, no matter how horrible it is. Like, that's, that should speak volumes, like, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, or, you know, or you know, they'll have fun one moment, but they'll rap about something that's, like, more serious, like uh, the song Terrible. Yeah. If only more rappers have a more diverse catalog. Yeah, and, uh, it, and like it's even called out, in that, and I forgot what what Eminem album, but you know, fucking, you know why Dre's album's doing great? It's because he raps about big screen TVs, blunts, forties, and bitches. You're rapping about homosexuals and Vicodin. But like, like that that rap about homosexuals and Vicodin, that's what brings me and DJ in. Because it's something different. Like a breath of fresh air. It's like Call of Duty 4 and the and the sea of World War II shooters back in 2004. Yeah. What about you, Mustard? Like, is this is this kind of like your vein, or do you like the do you it's like recycled. the Gucci main bullshit? It's recycled. Everything is recycled at this point in hip hop, and I, it just nothing's impressive, nothing's unique, nothing's original. Just take everything else. I don't know. I have a very, I have a very um, cynical view when it comes to music nowadays, and um, yeah, I'm just not impressed. Okay, but well, but like, why? Uh, what else do you want from me, bro? Come on, what is like? What do you want? What do you want? What? Well, we're talking about the idea that, you know, 
millions of rappers have made it. I don't know about millions. Lots of rappers have made it about talking about money and shit that we can't relate to. And me and DJ are talking about, uh, you know, rappers like NF and Eminem and even fucking to a certain point in ICP that rap about uh, either crazy fun or relatable shit like do you think there's a more there should be more of a market towards that or do you think that rap is always going to be rap and we're always going to have to put up with uh money's bitches and cars type shit we've been dealing with money's bitches and cars since rap started too like you know uh we had sir mix a lot talking about big butts in the 80s we had run dmc talking about having sex in the 80s with redheads and stuff like we've had we've had this already it's been there since the fucking beginning so it's, like, it's all recycled it's all it's all recycled nothing's new anymore bro like nothing you can't be original nowadays you can't the only thing you can do is be catchy that's it and catchy does not have to be original okay so take like so take like what me and DJ are saying like shit like nf to, to us, it's a breath of fresh air. Like, where where do you hold this? Considering you do a, you do a, a, a podcast on, on entertainment and you Eminem, know Eminem has is still around. Eminem is still a thing. We have not, we haven't had, we haven't lost Eminem. He hasn't gone anywhere. This guy's NF is literally Eminem, trying to be Eminem. I see it. I hear it. It's there. Okay. <laughs> Dude, he's not new. I don't know what you want, DJ. Please, dude. Like, what, what, what else? What am I not saying here, DJ? Tell me. I guess it's. I guess what. I guess uh, what uh, Deadman's trying to say is, if you had a choice, which one you'd rather go with? That's what you're trying to ask me. I guess in a roundabout fashion, I was trying to get more of an opinion out of you, but yeah. Yeah, he like if you have to choose like between, bro. Like I'd rather, I'd rather just listen to Eminem. Okay, we'll go with that then. Uh, let's look at another piece of shit though. Somebody we've all grown very tired of. Travis Scott is charging twelve dollars for his own branded hand sanitizer. He's also selling face masks and something called a Safe Touch, which is these little copper things that you see everywhere in gas stations for like four dollars. Uh. Uh, let's see here. Uh, so he's got his name on Reese's, Reese's Puffs, Nerf Guns, Area Jordans, Fortnite, Keychains, Water Bottles. He's just a product at this point. So for $12, you can get Cactus Jack Hand Sanitizer. What? Cactus Jack? Is he really <laughs> using that name? I guess he is. Mick Foley's one heck of a guy. Okay. Uh, the labeling promises. <laughs> God, I'm allergic to that much bullshit. Ah, uh, sorry. The labeling promises the sanitizer kills 99% of germs. The flame burns out the other 1%. I don't know what the fuck that means. Uh, a face mask will set you back $25. Oh my God. And the Cactus Jack Safe Touch, a plastic contraption with an antimicrobial powder coated exterior. Is thirty dollars? What the fuck? It's some brand. Hey, it's good marketing. Can't can't knock them for that. 
I can, because I can knock fucking these these guys that go on TV and claim to be blessed by someone or something and sell the exact same bullshit for three times the markup. Fuck him. Fuck this. Go to your dollar store. You can probably find all of this. It was already bought up at the dollar store. But yeah, that antimicrobial has already been proven to be false. Yeah. Yeah. Medically speaking, antimicrobial is bullshit. So we're moving the fuck on from that. <laughs> What is this? Kalani pays tribute to sex workers in Can I video. Visual ends with a, mas- with a message from a magazine editor and activist, Deshaun Harrison. Okay. Kalani has released her new video for uh, Can I off her recent sophomore album, It Wasn't Good Until It Wasn't. It w- What? It was good until it wasn't. <laughs> Jesus, that's a fucking... Directed by Sebastian Sadugi. Hmm. You didn't even try that one, bro. I, I couldn't, dude. I tripped on that, and I, I caught myself <laughs> on the first stair. My God, dude. That's like trying to run downstairs. Like, <laughs> right, how do you how do you pronounce that? Stigy. Or Stigy. One of them silent. Daggy? 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 I don't fucking know. I don't know, dude. Uh, directed by Sebastian and Hyphy Williams. The clip co stars Lily Isabella, Tori Duncan, uh, uh, Aliyah I, A, E, one of the vowels, Zamari Full of Love, and Drya Logan as the video follows a cadre of cam girls raking in the cash. The visuals inclu- concludes with a PSA written by Kalani's friend, magazine editor, uh, Deshauna Harrison. Sex work is a political term that covers embraces street-level prostitution, erotic dancing, camera work, adult film, agency escorting, sensual massages, dominatrix work, and all other preoccupations through which one sells their sexualized services to clients. It is a legitimate form of labor that must be decriminalized so as to function as a safe form for all sex workers. It is often the lives and livelihoods of those who do street-level work that is impacted by criminalizing policies and cultural uh, stigmatization. I agree. What do you guys think? Agreed. DJ. DJ. Yes. Do you agree or disagree? Oh, yeah, 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 that. You weren't even paying attention, were you? Huh? No, 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 no. I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Overwhelmingly, these folks are black trans women, uh, black cisgender women, another black queer and trans trans women. I think that's a typo. Including Uh, youth, black people, as well as indigenous people and other people of color, deserve to perform, uh, be able to perform sex work without any limitations or stigmas attached. This means everyone must commit to learning from sex workers about sex work and sex workers' needs. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. Yeah, they can do it, but they got to pay taxes like everybody else. Absolutely. Because right as of right now, sex workers don't pay taxes. That's what, <laughs> fuck, well, that's what pisses but everybody off. Well, no, okay. cam girls. If if it's a listed as their official source of income, they have to pay taxes. No, I'm talking about like 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 OnlyFans and Snapchat premiums and shit. They don't pay taxes. Uh, OnlyFans they do. Snapchat premiums they do not. It's so dumb. The only reason I know about OnlyFans is because I know somebody who has an OnlyFans, and yes. 
they do pay taxes. Yeah, that yes, sucks. You, you would know somebody. I do. Yeah, <laughs> that's my yeah. life, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, but I mean, like, I, I agree with this completely. I agree with this completely, and um, of course, we have historical knowledge of like Larry Flint, uh, Larry Flynn, um, uh, Hugh Hefner. All these other public figures that have tried to destigmatize uh, sex and sex work, and how they've always been uh, essentially a pariah for this kind of thing. And I think, uh, I think it's twenty twenty, man. I think we just need to get the fuck over it. You know what I mean? No, don't you? Don't, don't you know what uh, Kung Fu Rainbow Laser Force said? Sex is bad and violence is good. No, sex is good and violence is good too. Sex is natural. Yeah. And sex shouldn't be demonized. It shouldn't be censored. It's just it's literally natural. It's I don't I don't know. Like I want to I want to click on this video but at the same time I don't and really want to be That's uh... the thing. Like it's science. It's not really that deep either, you know? No, no it's not. Like well, I want to click on this video but at the same time I don't want really any weird audio. You get yeah, what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, we'll let's move on. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll move on from that. Uh, I don't know. Why? <laughs> Say it. Nah, I'm good. <sighs> Jaden Smith good. pines for a world without quarantine in cabin fever music video. That's right. <laughs> Jaden, <laughs> shut the fucking fuck up. Privileged little kid, that little rich kid that's complaining about being in his mansion too much. I'm good, dude. Jaden Smith yeah. brings a psychedelic look to quarantine in his video for Cabin Fever, the COVID-themed love song he released earlier this month. The visual, self-directed by Smith under the pseudonym Wavy Baby, shows him trying to ask a girl out by holding signs up outside her bedroom window. That's illegal. Uh, but his paramour is responsibly social distancing, so no luck. Instead, Smith gets driven around Malibu in a modern beach coupe, does a few moonwalks on a deserted country road, and goes surfing with some of his friends. Eventually, his love interest does join him in frolicking in the sand. It's a dreamy technicolor way to make the best of a bad situation, but with a decent dose of reality sprinkled throughout, Smith makes visual references to ongoing BLM protests and the Breonna Taylor movement. Uh, Smith releases his, his, released his last album, Eris, in July 2019. He was set to tour with Justin Bieber and Kalani this year in support of Bieber's album, Changes, but the live dates were canceled because of the pandemic. So, Rona, feel the power of Jaden and stop what you're doing. All right, we have something really good in NF. Now we got to have something really bad. I clicked it. So far, this looks like ass. Okay. Well, I lost interest. Quick. Can, can we please turn it off? All right. Let's give it. Let's give it just another minute here. Oh, I don't want to. Just we'll give it to the chorus. We'll give it to the chorus, guys. Come on.
Okay. Ah, that was horrible. God damn it. Like the 70s threw up all over this video. You know, it's... In a bad way. Like, I I, I know. I know that, uh, you you know, uh, fucking, you know, it's self-directed, but that literally looks... Like a high school, like like drama directed kind of thing. You know what I mean? Huh? Be right back. Pizza's here. Give me a second. This. <laughs> so yeah, basically, yeah, know what you mean. Yeah, just oh, that was bad, man. That was really, really, really bad. Uh, but anyways, we're deading that. We're wrapping this bitch up. DJ, rev it up. Tell them about the Patreon. Oh yes. Dead man pretty much spoiled it. We have a freaking Patreon. But at patreon.com forward slash VT Network, you can give us money directly. That's right, but you will not get something for nothing. We have your back on on certain stuff. For just $1 per month, you will have you will be at the first blood tier. And with that tier, you will have the perk of have your name of your choosing at the credit in every episode. You want to be a producer? Just $1 a month. That'll look good on your resume. Who want that dead man? Hell yeah. Yeah. Ah, but if that's not enough money for you to give us, no, three dollars per month. Yeah, and you'll have if you you be upgraded to the UAV tier, you'll yeah. have the previous perk, also access to the post show that releases every Wednesday, and have access to Mustard's Music Minute. You know what can we say? We uh, we give you stuff for your money. Yeah, but of course you want to say f you to George. You want to give us a straight up Lincoln. You'll be upgraded to the airstrike tier, which you will have the previous perks as as well. Also, access to the monthly movie roast, which at the time of this recording, we have done uh, the movie Cursed by uh, the beautiful Christina Ricci. Oh, man. Stop. Also, you'll have access to the... Uh, you'll have uh, your name read out loud at the end of every episode. You'll get stickers each month and a giveaway every three months. That's right. So remember, that's patreon.com forward slash VT Network. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And speaking of other stickers and shit like that, uh, we have merch. We have a lot of merch. And honestly, I'm very proud of our merch. We're going to have more designs very, very, very soon. Our original logo comes in a ton of styles. T-shirts, active T-shirts, classic T-shirts, long T-shirts. Why is it a long T-shirt? I don't know, but they got it. Uh, Tank tops, hoodies, laptop skins, stickers, uh, phone cases for all kinds of phones that I can see, postcards, and of course, pillows. Coasters, for some reason that brings me joy. Uh, water bottles, and of course your own face mask. You can write you can all over your face on your face. Rep us with love. 
But of course, to check that out, go to Redbubble. I'm sorry, vtnetwork.redbubble.com. And if you guys think the prices are too high, please get at us. Let us know. We still have a little bit of control over this. And honestly, I don't think any any of us care about the money we make off of this. We'd rather you just rep our shit. Uh, all our stickers have gone out this month for Patreon. And I think all, everybody got theirs already. So thank you very much for that. And uh, just, yeah, vtnetwork.redbubble.com. Is, must, is Mustard back yet? He has to tell him about how to talk to us. <laughs> Guess he couldn't wait to munch. Okay. I, I don't know why you ordered a goddamn pizza in the middle of a podcast, but here we go. If you want to talk to us, if you want to give us your opinion, how you feel, suggestions, so on and so forth, you can get at us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash vtnetwork2. On Twitter, uh, vtnetwork2. Yeah. <laughs> on Instagram, which has been kind of active lately because I've been posting there, also check out VT Network too, just to have it all across the board. If you want to email us, send us suggestions or anything else like that, VTNetwork84 at gmail.com. We check it regularly. We're working on our sound. We're having a little bit of an issue uh, with the programs we use. Some For some fucking reason, they're just not cooperating. Uh, we're going to get there, though. We're going to fix it. We're going to get through it. And uh, with all that said, I want to say thank you to our Patreons, which is Lofus, hi baby, the Grave Robber, the Raging Caucasian, the Marshmallow, Miss Faith, Anthony, and Cheyenne. Thank you all so, so much. Uh, I We really appreciate it, and we're very, very grateful for you guys supporting us. Uh, and a special double shout-out once again to Anthony for doubling down in a way we just didn't know could happen. So, uh, thank you to Paul Schroyer. Thank you to the Magic Squirrel Network. Thank you to everybody who listens and everybody who shares. And a special thank you to the Hannibal and Monty Shit Show, which has been, uh, who have been interacting with us on Instagram a lot. So, thank you very much. We hope to have them on at some point in time or be on their show at one point in time. Go check them out. Hannibal and Monty Shit Show. They're two black guys. They're nerds. They're hilarious. They do torture episodes. Very much like us. And I believe that about does it. So uh, we're going to wrap all this up and head to the post show. Say goodnight, DJ. Good night, DJ. Hey, y'all. Ashley Zombie here, host of Scrambled Brains and Sausage. Join me every Wednesday at 530 Central Standard Time as I prepare not-so-scary dishes on a really friendly budget. No brain is safe, not even yours. Catch it only on the Magic Squirrel Network.